Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another Skill Riders Podcast episode. I am your host, 65 Lokes. We are at episode number 196, covering model car culture from around the world. Excited for this one. It's a solo one. I'm not on the road this time. Uh, I am set to commute in the coming days. And I had, you know, I wanted to do it on the road, but then I told myself, you know what, there's a lot of different topics that I want to cover in this episode. And I had to write down some notes. So this way, I don't, you know, leave anything out. Um, when I'm driving, um, you know, it's always freestyle. Like, I have topics I pick in my head. I'm like, all right, let's go. And I just kind of go. But then again, there are sometimes where there's small little details of things that might get missed, you know. Other than that, I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, you know, we're on the month of December. The year, I mean, we're just like days away from the year ending pretty much right there, but I wanted to start off this episode by announcing uh, it's official. I will be at NNL West 2023 this coming month, January 21st, uh, 2023, taking place at the Santa Clara Convention Center, and I'm, I'm very excited. You know, I had mentioned about it, that I was thinking about doing it. But I was like on the fence. I wasn't sure like what was going on. So part of that was just, you know, the planning, trying to see how things were going to be with the family on those days, being away, you know, and, you know, speaking with my family and just getting that support from them um, made it possible, you know, making sure that, you know, they were going to be fine while I'll be gone and stuff like that. So for these things, obviously, we got to work as a unit uh, to make everything you know, possible. So once I found out that pretty much I was able to do it, now lies, all right, I need to get in contact, submit my payment. Hopefully everything goes in good through, get confirmation, get a table, you know, and I went ahead and did that. Um, some weeks later, I did get a, a response that I was accepted, table, you know, seller's permit, all that stuff was was there and I was assigned table number 43. So I'm excited. I mean, it's, it's coming up. I've been to NNL West before, but this time will be different because I'll be there vending. This time I'll be bringing some of the items that I offer on my website, uh, things like tools, paints, uh, model kits, accessories, you know, detail parts, just a, a wide range of stuff. Um, you know, obviously I can't bring like the whole store, we can't do that, but I will be uh, picking out selective uh, certain items that I'll be taking uh, there. So there's a lot of planning that lies ahead now, now that I it's official that I'm uh, coming in. So I, I pretty much um, just have to make those selections as to uh, what items is it that I I decide to, to bring in there. You know, I... I still have like a like a memory of like the types of things I would see there from other vendors and uh, you know I just kind of want to bring things that are going to get people excited that they have not seen before or they have but they only see them online and this way you know they could see it in person and you know just just bring some excitement but uh, but on top of all that too um, you know I'm also looking forward to having some time to like step away from the table check out the builds that are going to be there and and also just talk to you know my friends like and even looking forward to people to me for the first time 
a lot of these shows, you know, it always opens up opportunity to meet new people to say what's up. So I'm looking forward to that, you know, check things out. You know, whether if you come over, say what's up to my table or I come across you, you know, at the tables out there checking the cars out, you know, it's it's going to be fun. Uh, I do see some people talking about it, but not as much yet. But I know as we, you know, right now, as we get into January after the New Year's and all this stuff, bam, the focus is going to be on NNL West. And then the days coming up, it's going to be more you know, the uh, people getting amped up, getting ready, the beginning of the year, the first show that pretty much like sets it off, that makes model builders want to bring out their builds that they want to showcase, either if it's the, the build that they're busting out for this year, and this being the first show where they initiate that to start bringing that build out for the rest of the year, or perhaps this is a show where they bring out their build just to kind of show you where they're at in their stages, you know. And again, an opportunity to bring builds that have been previously completed to bring over for others to view. Because every year when they have NNL West, you do have your model builders that show up every year. But then again, there's a new crowd of people that keep coming in. So that always opens up those opportunities for them to finally see this in person and on top of that i mean it's a big place model builds um you know the vendors their house are having a theme um this is the 100th anniversary of the 1923 model t there's also going to be a theme for 3d printed cars so these are all new neat things that are going on especially the 3d printed cars that's you know pretty modern pretty new we have seen what's all the progression everything that's been going on in the recent days and it just keeps progressing and eventually it's just going to get to a point where um shows are going to probably be like 50 percent model kits and 50 percent uh kits that are like fully 3d printed you know that that lies the challenge right there and I do see a lot of people kind of diving into that, wanting to be the first, wanting to set that bar of bringing out new cars or parts and all that, you know, but it's all it's all good. You know, it's all excitement. So if you do plan on going or you're on the fence, just make sure to mark that calendar January 21st. This will be at the Santa Clara Convention Center. So it's pretty much northern California. Um San Jose, uh, right below San Francisco area, not too far from there. And the show begins at 9 a.m. and it goes on till 4 p.m. Model car display, swap me, door prizes, admission. So if you visit the website, nnos.org, uh, they up updated the new flyer at the bottom. You'll see all the sponsors that are sponsoring like door prizes. So make sure you uh, check that out right there. Um, I believe they're also going to be uh, giving out, you know, like part part of that. It's like to win a 3D printer with a bottle of resin. You know, that's that's going to be pretty awesome right there. And uh, so I'll be table 43, excited for that. And then also in uh, the month of February, I will be in Ventura County uh, vending as well. Uh, this is going to be the Model Fest hosted by Ventura Hobbies in the city of Ventura. 
So I'll be there at that show too. So I'm looking forward to that one as well. This will probably be like my third show uh, vending and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Like I, I always have a, a, a blast there, kicking it with my friends and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's more of a, a low key show, but it's pretty cool. Like, you know, a lot of the people who live in the Ventura County area, people from the Valley uh, come down. Some people from Northern California come down too, so. It's pretty nice and it's just like, like the beach is like right there, dude. Like you pull up the spot and you just like turn your head and beach is like right there. <laughs> it's a trip. Uh, but yeah, th those are like pretty much my grounds, like areas where I grew up and stuff like that. So um, definitely gonna be there for that. And you know, I'm gonna plug in the info on that as we uh, get closer uh, to those dates right there. I just don't wanna, you know, like confuse everybody and, and drop all these dates on you and stuff. But for now, um, I would say month of January, mark those calendars, January 21st. So that's going down right there. So um, that's NNO West right there. So now let's jump into the next thing I wanted to talk about is my builds, the current status of where I'm at with my builds. All right, let me uh, take a little sip right here. I'm drinking uh, a hot tea. It's like, it was like super hot when I poured it in. So I'm hoping, hoping it's pretty like cool down right now. Dang, that thing's still hot. All right, so um, the status of the model builds. So there's two kits that I've been working on. Uh, both of these kits are Aoshima kits. They're Liberty Walk um, editions. Uh, one of them being the, uh, the Lamborghini and the other one being the GTR R35. And as far as like um, these models here, these are some that I was like working on, right, for quite a while. And as far as the Lamborghini, this is the Huracan version one. This is the first one that Liberty Walk busted out with, with the white body and, and with the model kit, obviously, um, with Aoshima. And I remember waiting on this car for like a full year for it to drop. And then finally it came out, got it in, and I was just so excited. I had never done, you know, like an exotic car or anything. I was like, all right, I wanna try something different. I've been, you know, building and very into like the lowriders and the custom cars and, and I had never done anything like this. So I dived right in and I was just like, you know, having fun with the paint. And then after that, I was like, all right, you know, I want a carbon fiber like the hood and, and all this stuff. And it's interesting because um, carbon fiber was something I had never done ever. Even when I was building like lowriders, custom cars, that was like not nothing that I would even think of, right? Because you don't see that in lowrider cars. You don't see people adding carbon fiber to their lowrider cars. And the same with custom cars. I don't, I never seen that, you know? And when I was like going in, into this build, I was like, you know, I want to do something different. I want to challenge myself and just so later I could look back and be like, this is this was like that beginning stage for learning that, right? So during that time, you know, I started to see a lot of carbon fiber being done by Ozzy. And I was like, dude, this guy's dope. And the more I dived in to, you know, seeing what he was doing, I was just tripping out with all the bills that, that he was doing. And, and for those of you uh, that don't know, uh, he's on Instagram at Arev. He's killing it. And oh man, I was just checking out his stuff. You know, we started talking, and, and it, it was cool because 
I reached out to him, you know, to get some advice and needing help as to how to how to do it. And he started to break it down to me. He started to tell me, you know, the the product that he uses, um, like the method that he does it, uh, you know, the solvents that he uses, all this stuff. So I was like, all right, cool. So right there, it's all homework, right? I start writing things down. I start collectively getting all the things that I need for this. And it was just one of those like, all right, let's jump right into it. And those, you know, I would say like the hood piece being like a big piece or even like a roof of a car or a trunk that's just somewhat flat where there's really not too much contours, you know, it's just like a big piece. I would recommend anybody who wants to get started in this to start off with those pieces, especially a hood. Um, if, if it's just like, as long as it doesn't have holes and all these like vents and all that stuff, you know, if it's just smooth in a white area, go for it as a start off, just to, so you could kind of get a feel for laying down that tape, cutting out your template, and then applying that to the carbon fiber, transferring that over now to the car, and then laying out the, the micro set, the micro, micro sole and all that stuff and just seeing how it all comes together, you know, just to get that experience. And from there, obviously you start to graduate into those more complex parts, pieces that you need to do. And I mean, it, it was it was just crazy, like, you know, seeing the progression over time from doing the bigger pieces and then going down to smaller pieces and then to something that was very intricate like the bumper of that Huracan that I was like, oh my God, how, how am I gonna like wrap this whole thing up? And I mean, Ozzy broke it down, everything made sense. Pretty much when you're making your template, it has to be so many pieces. It's not just one big old piece that you slap in there. It's nothing like that. And, you know, I, I'm very grateful and shout outs to him because he, he did teach me that. And that's something I'll never forget, you know, um, so it, it definitely gave me like a lot of confidence into laying down carbon fiber and not being intimidated or not being like, oh, I'm going to mess this up or even not having an idea of how to approach it. The way he explained it, he gave me a good idea, but it still does not mean that I already know it and I'm a master at it. It's not even like that. I know for sure I'm still going to reach out to him. Um, you know, every, every, every build is different. Every car has a different shape. All these parts that you want to carbon, they're all going to be different. And I know I'm going to run into some areas where I'm going to be scratching my head like, oh, I don't even know where to go from here. You know, but it's great to have friends like that that you can reach out to and they could assist for you to, you know, get through it and get to that next step. So um, working on this car, you know, I went with the midnight purple for the paint, uh, the 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 hood is carbon fiber and then there's like the the side view mirrors uh certain the the back bumper the bottom the the, bottom, the front lip um you know all these little things like little accents um have carbon fiber in them you know um so interior i'm not going too crazy with interior because i know no one's really going to see it that's pretty much just going to be straightforward black you know for this build my satisfaction right now, it's more the exterior 
of it, you know. And and I always think about like um, what my guests say on the podcast, like things that they focus on when they're doing a build, you know. For example, on this build, I'm just going to focus on engine, you know. I'm going to go all out on that. Everything else is just going to, it's going to be there somewhat chill, but the engine's the main thing. The next build, it's like, all right, I'm going to focus now on the paint job. I'm going to go all out on the paint job, push myself, but everything else will be chill. You know, until finally you kind of get well-rounded and you graduated and bam, you kind of just, you throw all your eggs, you know, in a basket or whatever. I don't even know if I even said that, (laughs) right? Um, But you know what I mean? It's like you get to a point where you you go, all right, everything I've learned, I'm going to throw it in this one. So the GTR build was one that I was just excited about because you know that build I had primered it I I got it stanced and and the look that I wanted for it and everything right and I just never touched it it was primered and I just left it and I left it and months passed finally I got the opportunity to uh, set up my booth I sprayed it with some Bayside Blue from Splash Paints I clear coated it um, and then the more I would stare at the car, you know, it was like talking to me, you know, what I should do to it. Then that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and carbon fiber some accents, like minimal small spots on this. I really want the, the base side blue to pop as, as like, uh, you know, that iconic color from like the GTRs and, and, you know, I have seen like the anniversary car, but I don't really like that white stripe they have in the center. And I was like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna do just, you know, like everybody, do your own take on it, whatever satisfies your eyes. So I started laying down the carbon fiber and everything. And, you know, I still put it away and I put it away and and throughout the year, you know, just touching it here and there, modding this and changing that. And finally, you know, I it just got to a point where the more I would stare at the kit, you know, being in a little case right in front of me each day, I realized, you know what? Um, I really want to learn how to like polish. I want to polish this car because I haven't done anything to it. I just clear coated it and it's like, it was glossy or whatever, but that's it. But I know it has blemishes. I know that there's like some little areas I need to be, you know, sanded down, cleaned up and, and bring it back to life. But I had this fear that, you know, by using a Dremel, I was going to burn right through the plastic and I was just going to ruin this car and I was going to have to start over. So, you know, over time, you know, just watching people doing searches on YouTube and seeing how everybody, everybody has their own method, right? Everyone has their own ways and everything like that. But they also had different materials, different things that I was like, I don't even have access to that, like. I don't even use that, you know. So then, like, as time passed, I started to see, like, uh, Scott's builds were just amazing. Like, everything about them, down from the prep, the paint, the clear, and into the polish and the presentation, you know. And seeing that, I was like, man, this, this this is awesome. And I remember hitting him up and just asking him questions regarding polishing and everything. And, you know, he explained to me, you know, his process of how to do it. 
And just the the way he explained it made a lot of sense. But just the way he explained it also was like in my head going like, you know what? Um, I think more people need to hear this, you know, because he, he breaks it down really clearly, like how it is and, and isn't missing like a step in there, you know. So I was very happy when I reached out to him if he would do an audio clip for the podcast for him to talk about this, you know, and he did it in two parts from wet sanding the car and then the other section where it comes to the polishing. And I remember, you know, gathering the items that I needed for this and just being like, all right, all right, I'm going to do it. So, I mean, I have wet sanded before, so that wasn't a fear right there. I was just like, I know I could wet sand a car. I've done it. That's how I usually would do it. But this time, the Dremel thing was something different. So one cool thing is he uses a Dremel by the company Dremel, and I have one as well. We have different models, but they do have like the, they go by like the same speed settings. So when he said that he puts it at speed, like number five, which is the lowest, I was like, I looked at mine, I'm like, there you go. There's the five right there, perfect. I set it at that. And I just followed all the, all the steps. I'm not gonna like repeat the steps right now. Um, just go and, and listen to his episode to Scott Skill Builds. like, And, oh no, wait, it was in the bonus one, sorry. Um, but still, listen to that one, I, the one-on-one I did with him, but, but the one on the bonus, it's in there. and. Man, like, I I just remember, you know, applying the the compound and and going through the scratch X like the first thing, right? And turning on that Dremel, and then once I made contact, and I didn't stop, and I just kept going, and and everything, I felt very like, like, in the zone, like those nerves or whatever I had or the fear went away, and I was just like, all right, cool, because my eyes weren't seeing anything that was like damaging the vehicle, you know, to be like, oh, stop, stop what I'm doing. So I just kept going and going. And the more I did it, the more I was just enjoying it. So the the, the roof, the hood, the trunk, the doors, you know, all those big areas. And I mean, I just followed through from the scratch X to the compound and then to the final, um, the, the polish and man, at the end, I was very happy uh, with the results of it, you know? And I did it like a couple times because I did the whole car and I was like, all right, cool. But then I was like, you know what? Let me go back and, and I washed it and I kind of redid it. And just the second time I was like, dude, I, I really love the way this car's popping. So then that right there helped put this car closer to completion because now I was able to to finalize parts on the car that needed to be glued now to this build so I, so I glued the, the, the glass that went inside um, it pretty much the 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 interior is already glued to the chassis and then that already went in it's already attached um, there's only uh, some exterior parts that, that need to be glued like the diffuser in the rear that needs to be uh, glued on there, the strut bars that need to be glued on into the front, and and then just the, the wing, the spoiler, that's the last thing, the last touch. Oh no, 
I'm missing a couple more. And then um, the metal, the metal Nissan and GTR stickers from Zoom On that I'm gonna apply. And the final uh, piece, I guess it's like the cherry on the top, uh, would be the uh, exhaust tips. So for the exhaust tips, I'm using um, Aoshima's uh, detail part set. So they're like aluminum tips, but I wanna uh, give them that like heat treatment. You know, I wanna airbrush them. So this way, you know, I, I don't want them just to look clean, like bare aluminum. You know, I, I do wanna heat treat them. So this way, you know, they have like that, that blue purple color on there. I really, I just love the way that looks on cars. So, you know, th those are like the final things for assembly, you know? And um, so going back to the Lambo and, and also bringing up this one, there was something that I came across in that rear bumper, which I noticed was something I missed, like an error. So when I was, um, when you look at that bumper, it's like very com like complex, right? There's all these little vents, there's all these openings and, and just the way it's shaped. And what happened was when I was working on this, I focused more on the bottom of the bumper, which was like, it's like a bigger, bigger piece. And as far as the, uh, you know, the, the top portion of the bumper, I really didn't like put much attention to it right so I lined up the carbon fiber how it was gonna go to match with the car or to flow with it you know and you know I took my time and I, and I laid all this stuff down I clear-coated it you know and and this took time it wasn't like I did it in a day or two this took probably like a couple weeks or so and I was like super happy and I had all the parts put away. Finally, you know, when it came down to, to doing a mock-up just to see where I'm at and I attached that bumper and I was just staring at the whole body, then I noticed, oh, what the heck? I saw that the whole bottom of the bumper was all carbon fibered, but the very top, there was a section in there which was not, it was more like black still, but then you had little like corners from the, other carbon that I had used at the bottom that just ended up there. And it just, it just looked weird. I was like, oh nah, like this is super noticeable. Like, especially someone looking from up top, looking at the car, they're gonna notice that right away. So instead of like freaking out and panicking, you know, I just been referred back and remembered to like things that I've learned, you know, so I immediately um, started to to pretty much just sand the, that top portion of it. And then I also wet sanded the, the bumper, uh, kind of like scuffing it up, but not too much, but just enough to to know that I am gonna have to re-clear this, you know? So I went ahead and, you know, I did the sanding first on the, on the clear. And from there, um, I busted out with uh, tape. I cut out my template. And, or before I cut it out, I put the tape and then I used my lead pencil to trace and create a template. Then the tape, I took it off and I transferred it over to the carbon fiber, I laid it down and then I cut that out. From there, you know, I cut that in the middle, two pieces, I laid it out in the water, one piece at a time. Then though each piece went back onto that bumper to cover the top. Now, once that was covered, I was like, cool. 
now you can't see any of the the original blackness of the bumper it's now covered so all i need to do now is, is clear coat it now from seeing that mistake it made me think oh now let me review the gtr let me see if the same thing isn't happening over here so i looked at the diffuser there's a certain uh, part in the back that sticks out and when I was taking, I took some photographs and I zoomed in and from the rear, from the bottom, um, it looks okay, like it looks fine. But then once you take like a side or a, a top angled photograph, you could see that there's also an area where I missed. And I was like, damn, it's kind of the same thing. So I went back in there and, you know, I, I added the carbon fiber to those areas that needed it. So now I was like, all right, dope. I have two pieces that need to be clear coated. And then I decided to um, carbon fiber these other two small parts. I got the bottom of the bumper. I don't know the name of them, uh, but I just know that they got the bumper. So I went ahead and um, got those ready. And I was like, all right, before I go to bed, let me go ahead and prep these already. Let me go ahead and put them on these, stand, these sticks so they could go on the stand. And tomorrow morning when I have an opportunity, I'm gonna go ahead and clear coat these. And then I'm done with that. Like I can move on. So I went ahead and did that. And this morning when I was clear coating, you know, um, I it, it was just nice to be able to just have that time to lay that down. And, and there's no holdups. There's nothing holding me back right now from not completing this build, you know? And especially, with the things I've learned, you know, all this year, especially the carbon fiber and the the polishing, those two for me are my highlights right now. Those those to me are like two of the things where I'm like super happy that I've learned this year. You know, laying down carbon fiber and then also um, polishing the models. You know, I know this is like I've only polished those two cars. And I'm still learning. I wonder how things are going to be in my fifth polish, 10th polish. You know what I mean? So uh, I looked at the parts and, you know, it looks like they flowed. Tomorrow I'm going to check them out again and just to see if everything's fine. And then I could start uh, doing the assembly with that. So, you know, my goal is, I guess, to get these done before uh, the end of the year. So that would give me, what, like a week and a half. Uh, but we'll see, you know, if, if I can't finish both builds, I'll at least finish the, the GTR. That would be the first one and then followed by the Lambo. And then everything else is going to have to follow that I need to now um, uh, finish with these cars. So I'm just super, super happy about that stuff. I just wanted to like share it. I was like, man, I definitely, definitely want to talk about this right here. So. The R35, it's mainly assembly with the with the wing, gluing the wing, the, the airbrushing, the exhaust tips, and then gluing those on there as well. Um, and then just gluing all the small parts, you know, the the diffuser, carbon fiber, attach that on there. And, and that one's pretty much gonna be it for that build uh, right there. Um, you know, so, the, the polishing thing, for those that haven't done it, you know, I, I do recommend it. I feel like once you get into that world and, and you do it, 
it's definitely going to be an eye opener. It's going to change the way, um, you know, you present your cars. And, and it's funny because I even asked Scott, like, you know, ever since you started doing that, do you ever feel like you would want to go back and like, you know, like on other previous builds, polish them, like just bust them out. And he was saying, nah, that, that, nah, you know, he just doesn't want to do it. And, and I was, cause I was a little tempted, like, oh, maybe I should go back and bust out some of my old build and repolish them or something. But then I was like, nah, everything's already glued, like the glass and the foil's already on there. And I, I just don't want to make a mess and, you know, like something bad happened, right? Where I dropped the model, you know how it is. Sometimes we want to like update an old build and something happens that later we regret. Like, man, I shouldn't have even touched that, you know? Mm. Then again, you know, the past is the past and it's time to move forward. Uh, you know, whatever things you didn't do in, the, in those past builds, hey, it is what it is. You just, that was a different stage, right? And now you're in another stage. And it's like what Scott says, this is what we're doing now. You know, we got to we gotta keep moving forward. I like that right there. So um, now that, you know, we went over the, those current builds, um, if you guys want to see photos, um, check out my Instagram, at 65lokes underscore. That's where I'm doing, like, updates on those builds right there. So I'll keep you guys posted. And then... I wanted to um, now jump jump into another topic, uh, talking about, you know, what are the goals for next year, you know, and what's going to piggy off of that is going to be like the changes that I want to do uh, with the podcast and content uh, moving forward. So as far as uh, goals uh, for next year, you know, the 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 first thing is pretty much promoting my business you know um, I want to try my best to to attend as many shows as I can that fit into my schedule you know that pretty much are gonna make sense to do you know I know there's a ton of shows and you know I can't do them all you know there's gonna be weekends where I'm gonna be busy with family there could be an event or something, you know, and I just can't make it. Um, or, you know, my day job, something, you know, it could be a holiday, a busy holiday that we're busy at work and I, I just can't attend shows or whatever. But those open months where they are open, um, I definitely, if there's a show, you know, and and already planning ahead of time, because I know the year before I I'm, I'm dropped the ball on somewhere, I should have just like, you know, submitted the the notice or or like payment and everything and the sign up to get in and it was all last minute like and it's like you know you run that <coughs> you run that risk of being uh, sold out mm. so i want to be a little bit more well prepared for that right so attending shows get to meet the people promote the brand introduce it to some people who have never even heard of it or seen it because I know it's like that with anything, you know, and um, so a couple things. December 2nd of this month uh, was our two year anniversary for the online store. So two years ago is when I launched the online store and 
December uh, the 22nd. That right there. Here, let me see. Not, um, no, 20th, sorry. December 20th, it, that was five years of Scale Riders. So five years ago on that date is when the the brand of Scale Riders started. And, and it wasn't a store, you know? So it's kind of interesting having two um, anniversaries in the same month right there. But when I go back and I think about what was going on, you know, there, there was a lot of different things that were going on around those periods. So it makes sense. And at the same time, it was definitely a good, like, motivator, uh, a jumpstart into a new venture, especially when you have a new year beginning and everyone makes their New Year's resolutions and plans and, and all this stuff. You know, the beginning of the new year, it's almost like a Monday. You know, it's like starting the work week. You're either going to be pumped and we're going to get to work. We're going to start early, get the work done, you know, uh, fast so we can get out early. Or we're just going to hate it. We're going to dread it, you know. It's it just what you make of it, you know. And I know for myself, it, I was, it was just like, I'm pumped. I'm pumped, you know. So now that, you know, we're two years into it. Um, I, I, I still look back and I analyze, I look at my books, I look at my analytics, I look at all this stuff just to see the, the growth and the change into the business. Um, what we had, what would, what we have now versus what we didn't have a year ago. And now looking forward, what is it that I need to get and have going into the future? You know, so there's all these like things that are that are like you know pretty much putting putting all these pieces together right so the shows is going to be one thing um the model kits as well is like another thing you know being able to uh, get the kits that people are looking for but especially those hard to find kits especially the hard ones you know because i know that there's a lot of uh, kits that are imported from japan and i mean there are some i mean you do see shops carrying them but then there's some that you don't really see anybody carrying them sometimes there's these like very obscure kits where you look at the cover and like the cover doesn't sell you you know maybe you don't like the livery of the the car in the picture but then again you don't have to use that livery you don't have to use those decals you know just look at that car stare at the body and you never know that right there is a as a foundation a base to something different that you want to create and later people are going to be like yo like what car is that how'd you make that or what and that's where you go oh it's this kit right here and people are like what like dude i want that kit now you know so um definitely want to get like some hard hard to find uh kits into the store you know and um that's that's like i guess goal number two uh another one you know being able to just provide you know tools um you know the the detail parts and the paints like all those things right there and you know something that um like a, another goal that i want to implement into my store that i have not done yet 
is uh, mystery boxes. I want to bring those in. I want to start doing some mystery boxes where maybe um, you want to just give it a go and, and spend a certain amount and just see what I send you. And at the same time, um, you know, I, I was talking to a friend about this because I know he's done mystery boxes and and it's one of those things where you really have to make it worth it, you know, and, and I want to do something fun where it's like you are saving money by buying a mystery box because I don't want to cheap anybody out and be like, you spent this much, but then when you add up the stuff, it doesn't even match to the price that you got it. Like that sucks. And I've seen that happen, you know, with mystery things like at stores and whatever. Or friends telling me their horror stories. It's crazy, but I don't want to do that. You know, I just want to make it fun or whatever. And people are like, hopefully they're jazzed about it. But that's definitely when I bring that in. Um, I also want to um, bring in merch like hats, T-shirts. I do have a couple designs uploaded on the website. But those, those, um, they're, they're going to start coming up more. There's going to be more designs of things that I want to bring in. And, and obviously the hats as well. I want to I wanna, um, make those items available. I mean, like, I don't know. When I like a brand and, and everything, I mean, dude, I, I want to rock the colors, you know. I, I want to rep the company, whatever. Like, I've always been like that, um, you know. And... You know, I have people hitting me up like, yo, you got any shirts or something? And I did in the beginning, you know, I made like a run of shirts, but but then I stopped because I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to keep doing shirts, you know. I don't know if I want to be stuck with a bunch of mediums, <laughs> medium shirts, you know. I don't even know what to do with them. Next thing I'm not like, giving them away. Um, but now it's different because the store is here and now it's like people are interested in these shirts and I'm just like, all right, you know, why not? I want to wear them too. I mean, a lot of times I only get like one shirt printed with the design and that's what I wear. And um, the other day I was going through my clothes and I realized, dang, like I got a, I got maybe like four or five different Scale Rider shirts that I wear pretty often. And they all have, it's all different design, but they're like one-offs that I did. And I just look at it as like, oh, I guess I'm in uniform, you know, when I'm working or I'm packaging these orders or whatever. So, but I want to make them available uh, for people. So these shirts, they're going to be soft. I'm tired of those thick, heavy, like rough cotton that they're like choking you, like it's on your neck, you know, they're all itchy. Nah, none, none of that. It's They're, they're going to be soft, soft tee, something comfortable, something that you want to wear all the time maybe a shirt even even just to go to sleep in you know and you're comfortable or 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 when it's one of those like hot days and you know you're working on the bench and you're just like dude you know what i'm gonna wear that shirt because it's soft it's comfortable you know even if i sweat in it it's comfortable no issues you know so um you know something like that and um so the the gear, all that stuff will, will come in too. And then um, the, the changes piggy, now pigging back off of that would be the podcast. So I know every week, you know, like most of you guys that tune in, I do my weekly podcast. A lot of it, majority, it's like phone audio. So I just recently ordered a new uh, camera 
for my laptop and this is going to be for streaming and this camera um, I'm going to be using it on my uh, on my laptop for zoom so what I want to start doing more now is going to be interviews through zoom I want to be able to have that one-on-one -on -one with my guests and at the same time um, I encourage my guests to have his models uh, subjects of things that we talk about so this way when my guest has the floor and he's speaking about you know the item it's being shown on the screen you know and, and at the same time while we're conducting our interview our podcast episode I want to I want to stream it live through YouTube so um, this will be announced ahead of time we're gonna be uh, streaming at this time with my guest if you here's a link and if you want to tune in you could tune in you could join on the chat room you can check this out if you miss it don't worry it's gonna be saved it's it's gonna be posted right right away um, in there and at the same time you'll be able to you know view it whenever um, and then the audio from that will also be uh, placed in the podcast uh, area with, through iTunes, Shopify, all that. Shopify, uh, not Shopify, um, Spotify. So you'll have two platforms now. You'll be able to uh, tune in and listen to it, you know, through your phone, however you do it, and your favorite podcast network, or uh, you'll be able to uh, go through YouTube. And the reason why I needed this camera is just because the one I have on my laptop isn't great. You know, it's very pixelated. Um, if you use your phone, it's super clean. And my laptop is just terrible. And I don't want to give that kind of presentation, especially if I want to be going live. And it's quite embarrassing. So uh, shout outs to Rudy Munoz because uh, if it wasn't, a, you know, he helped me out to get this camera. And I'm, I'm super excited. It's going to be coming in soon. So I'm, I'm hoping... That it arrives you know before the end of the year or that way I could start things off January doing the podcast this way and um, and then again the content um, I need to be more on the camera I need to push myself a little more so you guys uh, could see uh, me behind the scenes or just you know speaking about wh what came in um, at the same time, um, I do have a TikTok account for scale writers. If you guys are on TikTok, please make sure to, uh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's a follow, subscribe. I don't know. I don't even know what. And um, just hit me up on there and then uh, drop me a comment or something. And that way I could check out. Your, or if you're posting models, hit me up and I'll, I'll follow you back, you know. And I'm going to be doing a lot of that, like posting at first it was kind of it was kind of weird for me to like mess with tiktok just because you know it's like all over the place the content and everything and then i just couldn't really find like my style of videos presentation like how am i going to do this because you know you watch other people's videos and and it's almost like you feel like oh i gotta do a video like that and it's like nah, i don't want to do that you know i'm not gonna be dancing or <laughs> doing anything like that right so I was like, it took time, but now I feel comfortable with with recording and, and making the videos. And I feel like I have this momentum right now every day of doing a video, video where before I felt like work. Now it just feels more natural just coming together. So um, there's going to be more more content of that right there. 
and and just pretty much once it's shared there it's gonna be shared everywhere um everywhere where whichever platform lets me upload a video you know um and now i wanted to um jump into uh the store arrivals so let me go on the website here so i could kind of let you guys know what arrived for uh this ending month of december dang it sounds all sad the end of december all right so um we did get new items and we also got some restocks so one of the new items amt 1970 chevy impala a fire chief car edition um and we also got a restocks on our bare metal foil color gold and also ultra bright chrome uh from fujimi we got a, a few items one of them being the r33 nissan skyline 1995 uh, also a honda nsx slash nsxr uh, from fujimi and then the uh the last one is uh, nissan silvia s14 veil side um this one looks interesting um you know when i stare at this i'm like whoa like I haven't seen this kit, and when they made it available, I was like, all right, I gotta get four copies of this. Uh, the Hasegawa mirror finish, it's there, it's available. If you're looking for it, cop it. Um, I don't know, when if it sells, I don't know how long it's gonna take me for me to get more. Um, another another one that was like a, a pretty big restock was the Lazy Modeler, all the way from Australia. Uh, he makes the flame masks, so, we have the ones for the uh, the 50 Ford, 49 and 50 Ford AMT. Uh, there's also an AMT 5557 Chevy pickup, the uh, the Ravel Henry J Gasser masks, the, the Ravel 49 Mercury masks, and then also uh, 164 scale, like Hot Wheels size uh, masks as well. Some people had hit me up uh, months back if I had them and I was like I don't but I am gonna get them but I I took too long to get them like I finally got them by now that like I don't know <laughs> I don't even know how to get back to them you know well oh well um if they find it well now we have it um we finally got the 1980 class action Chevy Monte Carlo uh this comes with a chopper motorcycle and trailer man like these right here, I tried getting them a while back and they were like, they kept selling out, selling out. I would add an order and I was like, cool, I gotta come out and then boom, sold out. So I never would get them, finally got them in. Um, and then also the 1983 uh, Toyota Celica Supra uh, version. So you could do either one uh, by MPC. So both of those are MPC cars. Um, I also received the Nunu Hobby uh, Audi Hong Kong R8. A 2015 edition beautiful car really really beautiful car um, I, I see these built sometimes not too much but they're they're I mean they're definitely a premium price but just the way they look they look really really nice um, so I could see why they probably charge a premium for them just for the quality that they bring out and I always hear good things about Nunu Hobby um, and then from Ravel, there's also a couple of Porsches that um, that we got in as well. 
Um, I had seen these previously released under Ravel Germany, uh, but you know, they um, also make them with somewhat of a similar box art. It's just in a smaller size for the US version and, and a bit more affordable as well. The other ones cost, I would say it's like a $10 difference on the other ones. And then uh, Scum Motorsport, Carbon Fiber, 12 Weave, Clear is back. Uh, we got like a huge um, uh, like restock and new stock of like Tamiya uh, cars. The one that was like, that I saw was like getting a lot of hype uh, is the uh, Tamiya Nissan Z sports car. I mean, I saw a lot of people talking about it, talking about it. And then once it hit Japan, I mean, I saw all these dudes on Twitter posting it, that they're working on it, that they painted it, that they built it. So that just brought all that excitement. And I was like, I made sure to share all that excitement. Um, and then aside from that, I mean, all these models, they've been released already. They've been around for years. But as far as us having it in the store, some of these cars, like, we haven't had. You know, there's this one, the the Tizon Star Car Porsche 911 GT. We just got that in. Um, I managed to get, like, uh, six copies of it. And this car, man, I, this is another one that almost took, like, like half a year to try to get they were, they were just sold out for a long time. And it looks like this is, for anybody who wants to build like an RWB car, you basically need this kit. And then um, I believe Black Box offers um, the, the exterior parts, the RWB parts to complete and, and make that. So, um, you know, I have seen some online and stuff like that, but like, I don't know, just throwing it out there that it's there for now. And once it's gone, it's going to be gone for a while until I can get more. You know, if I can get more, I'll definitely order more. But it's just, it's tough because it keeps uh, selling out. Then we also got the Lexus LFA car, uh, the GTRs, like the R32. And uh, which one else? Uh, we also got like the, the V-Spec sports car as well. And a Mercedes AMG GT3 so there's all these all these different cars that we haven't had and and at the same time the motorcycles too I was like you know what I need to start getting more motorcycle kits too um, you know just just to have you know whoever's looking for some we got them right there uh, the Repsol Honda is available now the uh, Team Suzuki X-Star is also available the Yamaha YZF-R1M motorcycle is also available. So all that stuff right there is available now in the store, scaleriders.com. Um, so by the time you hear this episode, it will already be Friday. So Friday, I'll be dropping off um, some packages, which most likely will arrive the following week. So Friday, drop, package drop off. Busy through the weekend, Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And then um, that week starting from that Monday, the last week of the year, I'm finally going to have it off like vacation time. But I'll still be, for my day job, but I'll still be um, shipping out orders throughout that week. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be here locally at home. So 
I'll still be able to get those orders out through the week. And, um, but it's gonna be probably just a couple of days out of the whole week, you know? And that'll be it. Um, I'll pretty much be sending out the last orders of 2022. So if we send out an order in that last week, then it'll arrive in the future, 2023, uh, right there. And it's gonna be interesting. I'm very curious to see uh, what would be like the last items that will that would go out for that year, you know? Because um, I'll have it on the record in my in my system. And I mean, I got a shit. I got like the shipments uh, today while I'm recording this. I got two big shipments in, and I was like thinking to myself, man, I think I think these are the last shipments for this year because. Um, I do have a pretty big shipment coming in from Zoomon model, but that's not, I don't like, I think that might be another week, you know, or it might show up like early January. Um, but I'm excited for that one. A lot of cool things. Um, I try to get all the new stuff from them uh, with that. And then um, let's see where we at right here. So uh, before we wrap up this episode, uh, one of the final things I wanted to bring up about the store is uh, regarding pre-orders so let me go ahead and um let me dive in I'm, I'm on the website right now so many of you guys know like if you, if you visit my website and you go to the pre-order section you're gonna notice that everything in there says like sold out you know and the reason being that it's sold out there are some items that were purchased for pre-order um, not many, just like some some orders and like a few orders with pre orders, but the rest I kind of just killed the uh, the quantity just at zero. I don't want to offer it um, right now. And you know, I I've done you know from the last couple of years, you know, from the business, you know, I I do see that pre-orders is like an essential thing that every online business does you know and the pros to doing offering pre-orders is you are generating um, some income to uh, secure and also be able to know that when the stock comes in it's already sold like it's done like that deal is done you're, you're all you're doing is just delivering you know it also helps you like be able to buy more product and all this stuff right those are like the pros some of the cons to to that is that um delays there could be so many delays you know during shipment or you could be selling a pre-order on an item that in the photo it shows it a certain way and then all of a sudden um, they mess up in the factory or there's a defect or something and and now they got to change the whole thing they got to change the box art they got to change the livery of the car you know they it was supposed to be red but they messed up and it's pink you know what i mean like there's all these things that that happen with this stuff or, oh, they pulled the plug. They decided they don't want to do it no more. The license didn't go through. Um, breach of contract. And now that product's not coming out. And now you're you're left with, damn, I have all these pre-orders. Now, you know, you have to, you got to refund everybody. You got to sort everybody out. So, so I remember last year 
um, there was a, a like an issue with uh, with with receiving the Aoshima the Huracan the Liberty Walk and when they had announced that wide body that first one everybody I, I this, this is what I remember I remember people like making noise on the internet people being excited but I'm talking more about like on Twitter and Facebook a little bit you know Instagram somewhat but but I do remember like just seeing like people excited for this boat I got excited for it too and I was like dude I, I'm gonna get this I'm gonna get like a bunch of these you know and I put in a big order of those kits to get in and I remember um, you know obviously Japan has them first and during that time it was like you know post like pandemic um, you had still like you know a lot of delays at the docks and and all these things when all the ships were sitting at shore with all the inventory and everything and it just delayed everything and i remember it was slated to come out like in july i didn't receive those those models until december at the end of the year and yeah you do kind of reach a point where you go damn like i don't even know when you know they're gonna arrive or what the hell so during that time i had to wait and i didn't have that many pre-orders because i was still like you know new business and and getting the ball rolling and stuff and i mean some people bought it but it wasn't that crazy and then finally like they showed up in december and those models went out immediately as soon as they showed up right so as time went on um those those um those long periods of delays started to increase more and more and more, pushing everything back, right? And then as I started to be more aware of the model builders in Japan, I started to see like, man, they already have this stuff. Like they already have it, they have it. Like, damn, this is crazy. Like, why is it taking so long to get here, right? But then again, when distributors purchase these models from a manufacturer, they're not, they're not just buying like a couple boxes and, and being like you know mail them through the air mail nah dude they're they're buying like they have containers that they lease and they fill these containers up with boxes and boxes of not just one brand like it could be freaking like i don't know dude like 100 brands you know one container could could have all Aoshima, another container could have all Fujimi, another container, boom, boom, boom. So many containers, whatever they can fit. And, and even those containers are expensive, like to lease, but it's supposed to be the cheapest way for them, right? But it's still expensive. So that's why they have to fill them up with so much stuff. So I'm pretty sure like in logistics, they probably have like, a, you know, the scheduling of like when the releases come out and all this stuff and what it's going to go on the ship and what's not going to go on the ship, what's going to go out later and all this stuff. So fast forward to now, um, you know, there was a, like new items that get announced, right? From Aoshima. And they say, oh, these new kids, this is what's in production. When they say that, that's basically telling us that these are the kits that we're going to start producing right now. And later, once they're produced, then they're going to 
get shipped out to the stores and distributors and everywhere it's going to head out. So Japan's always going to get the first dibs right away. Once it's out, boom, the shops have them. I'm kind of what I'm learning is that when it's when things aren't really that delayed, it's probably like a three month to four months. And now that when things are delayed, it could be even more like six months, maybe even eight months to receive a product from them, you know? Um, and it's like, you know, from looking at my orders, whenever I get an order, I fulfill it quick. Like, I'm quick at it. I have the time, I have the stuff. I'm pumped. I get it going because I already know how it is to want to get your stuff, you know? On my pre-orders, I do state in there that you pretty much have to, um, like, if if you're buying stuff I have in stock, and if you're adding something that's a pre-order, that's like a no-no right there. And I, and I talk about it. So, basically, if you want your stuff right away, do separate orders, right? Don't put it together. Because then what's going to happen is that that pre-order... Is gonna hostage all your stuff, and none of your stuff's gonna go out until that that thing arrives. Because there's only one sh- one shipping cost that was purchased for the whole complete order. And you go on any website, it's the same thing. If if you're in a hurry to get your stuff, don't pre-order or don't mix it. Don't mix it together. Don't do that. The stuff that's in stock, order that first. The pre-order, separate, and just know that that's going to be a back burner. That's going to be like something that, don't even think about it. When it comes, you're like, oh my God, it's Christmas, you know? Well, don't think about it. And and it's just, you know, there's, there's new things coming in every week, new products. But with pre-orders, you don't know when they're going to arrive, you know? You just, you just don't know. So I got to a point where I was analyzing all my pre-orders and out of my pre-orders, the one brand that's just been taking forever to arrive is Aoshima. And I've already talked directly with Aoshima. I've talked directly with my um, distributor and it's, it's, it's not their fault. It's nothing, you know, they, they've been in the game for so long and this is nothing to them. They, they do it all the time. They produce new products. They ship them out on time and everything. It, it, it's always going to come down to, you know, the the boats, the shipping, the, you know, however, whatever. If it goes by train, if it goes by air, you know, if it goes on a boat, on a raft, <laughs> you know, like I don't, on a ferry, I don't know. Like all these variables is what changes everything once it's out of their hands it's not in their control you know and and it's just like you know now it and now it brings me into the stage so something that's really difficult especially when it's a like a one person operation is like doing updates on on this like meaning you know, like giving a person, like a person, an update on. Because imagine if you have so many orders, it, it's tough. The best thing is just can't hit me up, hit me up, and and I'll get you an answer, right? Um, when people hit me up, but like, hey, can I check the status, 
of a pre-order, I check the status as well with my distributor. Like, yo, when's this arriving? You know, my customer is asking, I just wanna know. I need to give them an answer. And then it's like, this is the date when it's where we're expecting it to arrive. But then later that gets pushed back. Oh no, it's gonna come out later. It's gonna come out later. It's gonna come out later. And what sucks is that puts me in a bad position because now it, it, even though I'm not the one driving the ship, I'm not the one that has it in my hands, you know? It puts me in a position of like, like, what can I do, you know? So, um, and I don't want my customers to think like, oh, fuck, like, he's just not buying it or whatever, or, or he's making this. No, fuck no, it's not like that. What's going on is there's these delays, you know? And and I'm also not trying to, like, diss anybody or anything. I'm just I'm just laying it out how it is, you know? And, and it's just, it made me make this decision where I go, cool, whenever a new company comes out with the product that they're soliciting, whatever company it is, this is the new latest car that we're going to be dropping this year or whatever, cool. I'm going to list it on my website, but I'm not going to make it available. You won't be able to add it to your cart. You'll only be able to look at it, read the little paragraph and all this. And that's it until I have that car in hand or until I have that tracking number and I know that it's going to arrive in a week, I'll put the pre-order up and you can buy it at least now, boom, week shows up. There you go. It's on its way to you and you get your tracking number and we're all good to go. But as far as like this situation where, you know, these delays keep happening, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And at the same time, I don't, that's, that's not a good look for me. I don't, I don't want that. Like I worked so hard to get to where I'm at, you know, and I'm not going to let no like pre-order thing or whatever, like tarnish or, you know, whatever, like give a, a bad vibe to like my customers or, or, or people like, nah, it's not going to happen. So, um, I'm pretty much just going to change the way I, I go about my pre-orders. I know every store uh, isn't going to do what I'm going to do. They're going to do it their way. And that seems to be a traditional way that every store does. And that's fine. But as far as me, like, I don't want to have a headache. I don't want to, like, let this kind of just ruin and make this, like, not be fun. You know? And at the same time, um, uh, what, what's going to happen is, like, if I notice that by the coming month, you know, uh, from what I've been told, like, this is going to arrive on this month, and then this month, and this month, I'm not going to play that game no more. Like, if if nothing comes in by a certain date, um, I'm basically just going to notify the pre-orders I have and just let you know, hey, I'm, I'm just going to refund you your money, and that's it, you know? Um, if the item, when the items come in, I don't know when they're gonna come in, if they come in because they keep telling me something and then something else. Once they come in, if you wanna buy them, they're right there. That's all That's all it's gonna be, plain and simple, you know? But I don't know, I just, I don't wanna have that, that cloud over my head over like, like five orders that I have on pre-order. It's not even a lot of orders, and that's the thing. It's not even a lot. Like, all the other pre-orders that I had, those have all been gone, like, 
everything's been gone. So I'm like, cool. And then, you know, I have these and, and it's all Aoshima stuff. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like, why hasn't it arrived? Right? Like, it's like, I'm tripping as much as my customer should be tripping, but there's nothing that I can do. But at the end, it's going to lie on me though, because the transaction was done with me, not with my distributor. You know, if anything, like I'm dealing with my distributor, but then again, it's like, that's a big company. Like no one cares. It's like the end of the year. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't know. As far as like me though, it's like, nah, like I like taking care of my customers, you know, whatever needs to be handled, I handle it. But like I said, if, if for some reason by a certain date next month, you know, and and I notify you and everything and, and even if you're like, no, I wanna I wanna keep it, I wanna keep it, I'll give you that option. You could keep it, you can hold on. But you know, I think it's best that we just pull the plug on this one and when it does show up, you'll just sign up for the uh, when it's in stock and then you'll get an email saying like, Hey, this item arrived, it's here and just make the person there and then, you know. Um it's not gonna hurt me, it's not gonna hurt you. It's just, you know, at least, you know, there's no, like, like, you're not thinking about it. Like, oh, man, you know, when is it going to come in? When is it going to come in? Because I know how it is. I've pre-ordered stuff before. But I but I know I'm patient. Like, when I pre-order stuff, I don't even think about it. I just lock it in. I get that email, and I save the email, and that's it. And I just move on, and I do a bunch of whatever, and then later... It just shows up, and I'm like, dude, like, crazy. I almost forgot about this, or like, holy crap, it's here. That's dope, you know? And I don't know. That's just that's just the way I'm feeling right now and the way things are going to just change uh, with that. So, um, you know, just I just want to let you guys know, because I know a lot of you guys that listen to the podcast also order stuff from me, and maybe you've pre-ordered in the past, you know, and, or maybe you're the, one of the ones that, that we're waiting on right now too, you know, and, and you're hearing it first from me right now on here is what I'm saying is, you know, that's pretty much what it's going to go down to if, if nothing arrives, because it's almost like, well, what's the point, you know? Um, cause I still remember one of my friends, uh, telling me he, he had created a product and he came out with it and he took pre-orders on it. And even he was saying like, man, like, you know, it's cool to be able to, like, create these products for customers. But, man, it's it's such a big responsibility once you get these pre-orders. And it's it's almost like it's like you're owned, like your customer own you, <laughs> owns you for all that period of time. And, you know, it was something that he decided later, I don't even want to do this no more. And he just stopped making it. And that was the end of that. That was, like, history. And, you know, I mean, I'm not creating products or nothing like that, but it's kind of similar, you know, and it's like, nah, like I could see how that could turn not to be fun, you know, and I don't know. I, I, um, I enjoy what I do. I enjoy uh, packaging the orders, putting them together and just seeing the, 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 the cool things that go out that I go, wow, like, man, like this color is going to go with this car and like he's going to use these seats and this and that like that's all fun dude like i love that i love seeing that i love see people post like what they got in and all that into and then just seeing that progression of it being built 
and all that. Like, that to me is like dope. Even when they say I got it and thank you, like that makes my day. Like for sure, you know, I'm I'm just like super pumped and and that's why I do my best to package these orders accordingly and get them out, get them out. Even if I'm tired, I'm just like, nah, dude, like this has to go out because I want my customers to get their orders like quickly as possible. And like these ones here that are taking forever, that I'm, it's like out of my hand, my control and out of the control of, you know, both entities, it sucks, you know? And it's like whoever's the, the, you know, the person that's taking it from point A to point B, is who's in control, you know, of how fast they're going or whatever, right? And I don't want, I just don't want to be in that position no more, dude. Like, that's all it is. It's just like, nah, whatever, you know. As time changes, things will change. For as far as right now, I've already made my decision and this is pretty much what it's going to be. So, you know, we'll change that later. And, um, I'm sorry I kind of ranted right there, you know, but I, I had to just kind of lay it out there. I didn't mean to be a downer or anything like that, you know, but, you know, this is part of the game. This is part of the business uh, side of it. You know, um, you have your ups, you have your downs, you know, and, you know, if people want to substitute, dude, you can substitute, you know, it's all good. Like, whatever, whatever works. We can we can do it up. As all I want you guys is just to be happy. That's it, and get them uh, builds going. And I hope I hope you guys set your goals too for like next year, like what you guys want to do. You know, um, we're entering a new year. There's a lot going on, obviously, um, in the world. We're so in tuned with social media that you know. I feel like we know more about what's happening in other countries and in other areas and we don't even really know what's going on in our own little town or in our block, you know? So it's almost like you have to kind of, I don't want to say like tune out, but you have to be selective, I guess, in, as into like what, you know, what's going on. Like, because... <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, you just have to, I guess, have that peace of mind to to be able to be creative, you know? And that's kind of what it boils down to. And, um, I mean, I'm just, I'm happy that we're here and we're able to make it to another year, you know? And um, don't give up, man. Like, don't give up in whatever you do, you know? Um, just know that whenever you're, you're put in this, like, position, you know, if you're like depressed or you're sad or, or something, um, I know I know as guys we, we keep our feelings and we don't wanna say anything or whatever, but like you know, like don't trip, like hit up a friend, dude. Like it's uh it's easy to just hit someone up, especially on Instagram. Like we we're we're a community, like all of us rock connected on there. You know, you can send a DM and stuff and, and someone will reach out, you know? And, and it's just like, I know, you know, you, you're always going to have that friend that's going to say something funny or he's going to show you something interesting and, and all these things are going to help keep your mind off of whatever, you know, and, and also just kind of think of like how long, like how long it's taking you to be at where you're at right now, you know, and, and like, 
think of your your modeling skills like everything that you've done with that apply it to your life you know if if you want to lay down a great foundation on your model car to lay down your primer and your paint and you want to add all these details and you want to do this presentation all good and all that apply that same ideas into your life as to what you're doing you know um as much as that, that small car is going to give you some challenges and there's going to be some rough roads and patches and that's life right there it's 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 life wrapped into a box right there you know and we get through it we get through it and and we make it and and we're good you know Every, everything um everything ends up working out you know so um yeah i just i just wanted to to like bring that up uh right there that you know you you um you can always reach out to a friend with what whatever's going on you know uh people will listen for sure i think people are are more compassionate and have a lot more empathy than what they did before um that's why there's a lot of awareness and a lot of things and and at the same time we're growing up i mean um i'm going to be 40 next year already you know and it's like that what like my mentality right now is different from what it was back then you know and i know a lot of us too we're all growing you know we're going to keep growing and and it's like you know those that are younger than us if we see struggles with them or anything we want to help them you know we want to reach out and stuff and i know sometimes it's going to be hard you reach out to someone and they probably don't want to hear it or whatever but you know um i guess just don't give up you know you can't give up but um but anyway um this this is episode number 196 i'm 65 lokes checking out right here i hope you guys enjoy this episode man i talked for a pretty long time right there but i hope you guys enjoyed it and you know stay tuned for the next one that's going to be coming up at the end of december that'll be like man the last podcast of 2022 and then you know we're going to keep it going for 2023 so uh, stay tuned to that thank you guys for all that support that you guys have given me spreading word you know spreading word skillwriters.com the podcast like everything everything it means a lot to me you know um i love what i'm doing and i mean i love doing these these podcasts for you guys as well i hope it gets you through the day through that commute um those long drives where you're like damn i want to go home want to go home want to build i hope you get through all that and then you get home chill so um i know most of you guys are on vacation right now or or traveling might be on an airplane might be on a car you know just be safe be safe um you know merry christmas and um happy hanukkah and everything everything um and happy new year too you know i just want to throw that in there for everybody uh right there you know um much love to everybody so peace out